Yeah, yeah. What's up? I can't find my wallet. Oh, let's see. Did you check the glove compartment? Yeah, I checked there already. Oh, uh... <laughs> oh, sorry, I shouldn't... No, it's fine. It's just... What? Your breath is really bad. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh... Wait, no, it's... I'm sorry, I'm sorry! Mordecai! Ah, fuck it, I'll say it anyways. Wagwan family, I'm alive. Jam, jam, whatever. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Josh, and with me as always... Yikes, it is your co-host, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a rough couple four hours. A couple four hours? What, why? Why is that? Because, okay, well, one, I woke up really late today. Uh, I have so, don't don't tell anyone this, but I was late for class. Oh no! Yeah, and I indirectly skipped class today, which I don't really like doing. But did you did you have a moment where you woke up late, realized like, uh, I'm too late for class, and just didn't go at all? Yep, I was. It was tw- or I have class at noon, right? And it was, and when I woke up, it was twelve twenty, and I looked. I'm like, oh, nice. There's no way. I mean, I and I would have to drive, like half an hour away. So mm-hmm. I, by the time I get there, class would almost be done. So I mean, yeah, it's not really worth it at that point. Exactly. I had this moment my freshman year of college where, well, one, my sleep schedule was terrible, mm-hmm. and that affected how much I went to my morning class. Yeah. There were so many times where I like I would hear my alarm and then I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure I could uh, sleep longer so I could just give myself five minutes to get ready and go to class, mm-hmm. even though it's not ideal at all. And then I went through this phase where I, w- I would hear my alarm and then I would be like, um, I have like two more unexcused absences, so I'm just going to use one right now. <laughs> and that was that. This is my third um, time. Wow, yeah. nice. Do you do you have like that one class where you just like never show up to it, or do you are you pretty good? I'm pretty usually I'm pretty good with showing up. It's just this year or this semester specifically, this is the most I've missed class. Normally, all the other times in class, I'm I've been on time and I'm there. It was my fall semester of sophomore year, so the semester before COVID. <laughs> And I had this one class, I think it was called, like, Media Law and Ethics. Okay. Um, and I just straight up never went to it. I, I went to, like, I went to the class, but I skipped it so much. Why? Was it that because, boring? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, it wasn't exactly, like, boring, but, like, the stuff that we learned just wasn't super interesting to me. Ah. And usually, um, I had, like, a schedule where I would have my morning class, and then I would have, like, two hours in between before i had to go to the law class Mm -hmm. and that's usually when i took a nap Uh. (laughs) and so i was always i would wake up from that nap and i did exactly what i did with that other class i was like eh do i need to go and um the professor was chill yeah but i think i ended up getting a c in that class it was pretty terrible Eh, at least you passed that's what matters yeah i passed and i never understood the point of 
sleeping in class when you're in college, you know? Yeah. Because in high school, you're forced to be there. And I slept in high school all the time. Mm-hmm. You're just like putting your head down on the desk because you're like, you're forced to be in school. High school is high school. But with college, if you're going to sleep in class at that point, just stay in your dorm and don't go at all, you know? Exactly. And that's, I feel like that's what most college students do anyways. And they realize it without anyone actually telling them. But because, uh, well, Jason, what streaming services do you have actually currently that you use? Let me look on my tabs. So we usually watch regular show on Hulu. I've mm-hmm. also used HBO Max for that before. Mm-hmm. I also utilize Disney Plus, Netflix, and YouTube TV. YouTube TV? Yeah, my my dad had YouTube TV and he just added me and my sister to like the family plan. Okay, whatever. Which is really good. That that's how I use uh that's what I use to watch like sporting events and things like that. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, YouTube TV is pretty great, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Wait, and there's s- also a bunch of on-demand stuff too. Yeah, I was gonna say like, can't you watch? Because I've seen that you can buy or rent movies on there that are like still in theaters, or just like you can't watch them anywhere else. I think it depends on what movie it is, but yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, well, as I'm pretty sure you know, Netflix is a really big streaming service. It has been for a while. Um, I think they were the first like big streaming service they were sort of like the pioneers on this new phase of consuming television and movies the main thing people use nowadays is streaming services exactly and, it, and it's not just netflix anymore it's more it's the things that you just listed off yeah but do you remember actually fun fact do you remember that netflix didn't do streaming service before and instead uh did like in mail things oh like uh like red box like, Redbox. I remember doing Redbox and Blockbuster. Wow, Blockbuster, Blockbuster, that was so good. We talked um, a lot about Blockbuster before. Yeah, and fun fact, Netflix actually offered Blockbuster to buy them out. They offered oh. their business to Blockbuster, and then Blockbuster was all like, nah fam, nobody's ever going to hop on the <laughs> streaming services. And lesson learned, Wee. Blockbuster is now obsolete because of Netflix. Yeah, that's kind of sad. It is sad. Kids nowadays will never experience the the smell of like dull carpet and a slight faint popcorn when they walk into the blockbuster and just being able to pick out whatever movie you want. Do you remember like the little hopscotch areas? That I do not know. Really? I remember there were there were like little hopscotch areas inside a blockbuster. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, because I brought up Netflix and streaming service in general because, well, this is specifically for Netflix, but, uh, I'm going to quiz you on the top five most watched Netflix series. And these are, these aren't like, uh, whatchamacallit, series that you can watch on any other, uh, platforms. This is specifically tied to Netflix. So just okay, to so like keep it more exclusives. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go Stranger Things. That is number two on the list. Okay. Wednesday. That is number three. Really? Okay. Because I, I know that Wednesday and Stranger Things were kind of like mm-hmm. like uh, going, like they kept beating each other out and they were going back and forth. 
Because I thought be, that Wednesday was going to be number one. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Between the two, I picked Stranger Things. Maybe that's because... Well, to be fair, actually, I've never seen Wednesday, but... So, oh, well, and, I... I really loved them both, but mm-hmm. just because the technicality, Stranger Things does have more content. But mm-hmm. even aside from that, I did enjoy Stranger Things more. Doesn't mean that Wednesday is bad. That is a really good show, and I can't wait for season two. I am not about it. Hmm. Okay. Um. Though I highly recommend. It's worth the watch. Okay. So next, next, I'm gonna say Squid Game. That is actually number one. That is number one. Okay, I knew if it wasn't Stranger Things or Wednesday, it'd be Squid Game. You know, it's See, it's funny because um, sorry, uh, I'm just gonna say this one thing, but um, yeah. it only had one season and it's still really popular. And supposedly, I think season two is supposed to come out. I thought it was this year, but it might be next year. I know that the writers and actors strike is still going on, so that could be why. Oh yeah, that too. But I thought that was only tied no. to like America. This is Korean. I'm not exactly sure, like, how that whole thing goes. Eh, oh, well. But It'll come out eventually. The, what I do know is that Squid Game actually has, like, a really cool story on how it came to be. So, mm. the story was written, like, a long, long time ago. I think over a decade ago. Oh. And I remember the the showrunners after in, like, Prime Squid Game when it was, like, everyone was talking about it mm-hmm. they had like released a, a thank you message on their twitter or social media as being like like wow guys i can't believe we're here it took 12 years for squid game to finally um to like get produced to get like pitched to streaming services 12 years later and it only took 12 days for it to take over the world by storm you know wow which is pretty inspiring I, i'm not gonna lie it's pretty good See, I I like Squid Game and I can't wait for season two. But the only thing wrong about it is that it doesn't re really have any uh purpose in watching it a second time. You know, after you've seen it once, you don't need to watch it again. That's actually true. I haven't seen it a second time. I've only <laughs> seen the one. Yeah, but, um, but I think I might rewatch it when season two's about to come up. I'll do that. Is it Orange Is the New Black? No, actually. Okay, what about the Umbrella Academy? Surprisingly, not either. Okay, um, I know that you're a big fan of Sex Ed. Is it that one? It, eh, sadly, it's not. Ah, oh, dang. I know. Uh, House of Cards. Never heard of it. Not on there. Hmm. I know House of Cards is like older. Is it? Ooh, I've really enjoyed Black Mirror. Is it that one? It is not Black Mirror. Okay, um, I'm going to give myself two more guesses. Queen's Gambit. No, I heard that I was, that was actually pretty good, too. Yeah, um, jeez. Bojack Horseman. That's a Netflix exclusive? No. Apparently. No, <laughs> okay, uh, what are the final two? So, number five is Money Heist. What the hell is that? I don't know, but... There, that that was the one that had like the same title but different setting. There was like Money Heist Korea, Money Heist like Los Angeles or something like that. Oh, but, mm. okay. And then number four is Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh shit! Okay. Have you ever seen Jeffrey Dahmer? Uh, I've not, but obviously I've heard a lot about it. I it was actually yeah. a year ago, like around this time, where it was like starting to that whole story was going on. 
Yep, and that's why I was saying like that was the one that was more recent. <clears throat> oh, okay, gotcha. So, hmm. to list off the top five and most watched Netflix shows again, starting from number five, Money Heist, Jeffrey Dahmer, Wednesday, Stranger Things, and Squid Games. Okay, very good. Hmm. Yeah. So, now is your turn. Okay. Because I have a list. I am looking at a list of the top five fast food chains, I'm okay. assuming in America. Okay. Um, I think that this is this list is based on not only popularity, but how many like locations all these franchises have across the country. Okay. I'm okay. going to... What do you got? Uh, this one should be pretty easy. McDonald's. McDonald's is number one. Yep. Obviously. Uh, Burger King. Burger King is not on there. What? Okay, Wendy's. You know, not, no Wendy's, but um, I will say about Burger King is that they are, in fact, like, they're dying, you know? Who chooses to go to Burger King in 2023? Like, I feel like they have good food, but they're just being downplayed by the internet, and it's working because <laughs> uh, I... See, there was a Burger King, like, in walking distance of my college campus. Oh, and yeah, that's I remember. The only, the only reason why I ever ate there. And their fries are good. And I remember their limited chicken sandwich that they had there was really good. But, unfortunately, I feel like the only reason they're relevant in 2023 is because of the Whopper song. Oh, my God. I remember as a kid, like, my dad would always go and get me, like, a junior Whopper. And I would order myself a Whopper sandwich. Like mm-hmm. there was there was a point in my life where it was just nothing but Burger King for at least a couple months. Yeah. So no Burger King, no Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Does does Popeyes count? Popeyes would count, but that is not on the list. Damn. Oh, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is not on the list either. What the hell? Yeah, that that one surprised me. Maybe it's because they're closed on Sunday, so they miss out on some business there. But still. Oh. They make more money in the rest of the six days. Yeah. Um, in and out. In and out is not there. I feel like that's only because it's a West Coast thing. Okay. Um. What else? What else? What else? Oh my God! I'm like blanking. Does Pop Belly count as fast food? Pop Belly, actually, fun fact, that's originally a Chicago brand. Is it really? Yeah, they. I think their first ever location was up in Lincoln Park, but oh. no, Pop Belly is not on here. Um, damn, I'm ru- I'm running out quick. Panda um, Express. Panda Express is not on there. One of these things. I'm looking at number three. You probably like like to go here a lot. Some people go here daily at the beginning of their day. Starbucks? Yeah, so Starbucks is number three. Okay, I would have never guessed Starbucks as a tentacle fast food place, but I guess. Yeah, you're right. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, then, if we're talking about Starbucks. Dunkin' is not there. Shit, dude. Um, there is one here that I'm looking at, and I feel like the only reason it got on this list is because almost every single gas station has one of these restaurants inside of it. I'm if, so, if you, t- I swear to God, if you tell me like it's gonna, it's gonna like blow my mind. Number two is Subway. Oh my God! 
Oh my, I told you it would blow my mind. Dude, I haven't gone to Subway in such a long time. See, that's what I'm saying, because Subway is far from the best sandwich place. Yeah. Like, they have decent food, but I feel like the only thing keeping them alive is how they're at every single gas station. It's like a quick and easy meal for all the thousands of truckers that are out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got Jimmy John's today, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you have the top three, now you just have the final two. Um, for one of them, think chicken. KFC. It is KFC. Okay, if it wasn't Popeyes, then it's KFC. Yeah, and then you just have number five. This one is probably hard to guess. Um, the food that they serve is in the name, but I feel like this brand is is kind of like died down a lot. Yeah, that that's a lot. Uh, Pizza Hut. It is Pizza Hut. Oh my uh, god! Oh my! God. I'm so impressed <laughs> with myself. So the list of top five fast food chains is Pizza Hut, KFC. Starbucks, Subway, and McDonald's at number one. Uh, okay, like, I'm super surprised that, like, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, they're not even up there. Yeah, I feel like but maybe Subway? at least Wendy's. Yeah, it's, again, the whole gas station thing, which is kind of lame. But you know what's not on this list? What's not on this list? There's no place where you could get chili dogs, you know? Fucking port. I was talking to my girlfriend about this earlier today. Like, I fucking would smack on some Portillo's chili dogs right now. One time I went to my uh, the dining hall at my college. Yeah. And this was over, like, the COVID semester. So every time you ask them for food, they would, like, put it in this to-go box for you. Mm-hmm. And I asked for a hot dog. I think I asked for two hot dogs. <laughs> and then I took it. I took the to-go box back to my room and I opened it up. And I immediately was like, yo! Because it was actually a chili dogs, you know? Ooh, so they just gave you chili dogs even though you asked for hot dogs? Well, maybe they were only serving chili dogs that day. Okay. Which, I don't know. But after having two chili dogs, you could probably assume that my breath stank after. Oh, what because, you um, Well, if you ever have bad breath, you should always pack a mint. Or else you're going to end up having a bad kiss, which is also the title of today's episode. Season 3, episode 39 of Regular Show, which is also the last episode of season 3. Wow. <laughs> you need to send me that tier list for season 3, by the way. Oh yeah, so stay tuned on the show because the next episode that you guys will be hearing is a ranking tier list of all the season 3 episodes. If you've been on the show for a while, you'll know that every single time we finish a season... We kick it off or end it off with a tier list before moving on to the next. And I, I've been I've been excited to record that one. I can't wait. Uh what should we call it? It's how many episodes was it? Thirty nine? It's been thirty nine grueling weeks of just reviewing this. It's been a long time. I didn't even realize how long. Well it's been more than thirty nine weeks because uh we we took more than fifty two weeks to get through this. Ah uh, yeah. So we open up the episode with an outside shot of the movie theater in the city. And it's called Cineplex. Uh, that could be a play on words to like AMC or any of the uh, other. And the movies that are playing are Crime Town and Crime Town Dane. Yeah, Crime Town Darren's? Did I say Darren's? 
Bruh, it's <laughs> diaries. Diaries? I can't speak. I told you, it's been a long day. Darings. You know, I also I also noticed that when we go inside the theater, you could see a poster for a movie called Love Bot Forever. Yeah. And that's obviously a little throwback to the episode Yes Dude Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Margaret, Eileen, Mordecai, and Rigby walk out of the theater, and Mordecai asks the group, so what'd you guys think of the movie? Margaret says that, yeah, you know, it was pretty good. Eileen agrees that, or says that, yeah, I think I'm gonna like the remake better. Uh, Rigby then adds in his opinion, saying, they don't call it Crime Town for nothing, baby. And then starts imitating gunfires. And Mordecai looks at him and says, Well, I'm glad you liked it because I missed all the best parts because you were trying to talk to me. Rigby denies it and says, Like, I told you, it wasn't me. But uh, Mordecai kind of says, puts it off, shrugs it off, says, Ah, oh, whatever. And then Margaret says, uh, So, what do you guys want to do next? Mordecai instantly suggests that they go back home at, for him to make his famous Mordo shakes. Mordo shakes. Everyone agrees, and then we clockwise back to the house at night. Uh, Margaret is driving her car, pulling up to the house garage. And then we go in uh, outside the car, but you can still see outs or inside the car where the four are in. And Margaret asks, so what's in a Mordo shake again? Uh, Mordecai just kind of points out Margaret saying like it's a surprise but then as Eileen and Rigby try to get out of the car uh, Rigby reveals that it's just a regular milkshake so they walk up the house steps and Rigby talks to Mordecai saying you're really gonna load up on desserts after that chili dog you incident and Margaret says like oh yeah so gross Arlene agrees that she doesn't want to be reminded, but Mordecai's like, what? There's always room for dessert, especially when the dessert is Mordo shakes. And then he starts patting himself down and worried like, oh, wait, I forgot something in the car. And he runs back down the steps saying he'll be right back. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> we're inside of the car. Uh, Mordecai is in the passenger seat where he was sitting just a couple minutes ago, and he's checking all around the car, checking the glove compartment, checking in the back seat, see if he dropped it anywhere. Uh, all of a sudden, Margaret opens up the driver's door, and she's like, hey, what's up? And Mordecai says, oh, I can't find my wallet. Margaret gets in the car and closes the door, and then she's like, all right, let's see. And then she checks, like, the middle compartment again. Mordecai is, like, continuing to look all around. But then... Margaret reaches over to the passenger seat and kind of like leans down and she says did you check the glove compartment and is like kind of a little down low on Mordecai and Mordecai is shocked and he's like oh because he wasn't expecting Margaret to do that um, <laughs> Mordecai is like yeah I checked there already because Margaret kind of rises back up and their heads are right next to each other um I wrote down that that was, like, just a little quick adult joke. Nah. <laughs> yeah, she she gave him head. <laughs> so, Margaret kind of, like, is caught off guard. She's like, oh, uh, <laughs> she, they both start to chuckle because they're really close to each other. All of a sudden, we could hear romantic music playing. Mordecai kind of gives a little gulp because he's nervous. And then he closes his eyes and slowly goes in for the kiss. 
Margaret does the same. She closes her eyes and then they finally kiss each other after all this time, after all this work. Mordecai has finally gotten his perfect dream kiss with Margaret where nothing will ever go wrong. But all of a sudden the music stops and Margaret opens her eyes immediately and pulls away. And Mordecai's like, oh, sorry, I shouldn't. But then Margaret's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's just that um, Mordecai's like, what, what is it? And Margaret's like, your breath is really bad. <sighs> and then God. immediately Mordecai's like, oh, oh, my gosh. And then he starts to sweat and he's like, uh, uh. And then he tries to open up the car door, but it's locked. And Margaret's like, wait, no, it's, it's okay. But then Mordecai gets out of the car and he runs away into the house and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry margaret tries to call back after him uh we cut to rigby and eileen on the porch and they're still talking rigby's all like yeah you know eileen i'm the one who came up with the name mortishakes so but then mordecai cuts him off being like mortishakes are canceled good night eileen and then rigby's like wait what mordecai comes back and he's like i need to talk to you and then yanks Rigby into the house, making Rigby, like, scream. Uh, they close the door, and then Eileen's just there alone on the porch, being like, uh, goodnight? Mm-hmm. So, they go up to Mordecai and Rigby's room. They, well, this is kind of, actually, no, this is kind of, like, a small thing that I kind of noticed, but uh, as Mordecai and Rigby are still walking, or running into the room, Mordecai's still holding Rigby's hand, even though in a past episode, I think it was Dizzy, um, Rigby refused. Actually, no, no, no. Even in Margaret's Diary, both those episodes, uh, Rigby has verbally stated that he doesn't like holding uh, other people's hands. So There are two notes, I, two notes I have on that. One, Mordecai is too frazzled to even care. Mm-hmm. And two, technically, uh, Mordecai is the one tugging Rigby because you can kind of see that he's holding Rigby by the arm and not the hand. Well, yeah, but there's like a quick shot of them. I guess it was where I was um, looking at, too. Mm. Yeah, Um, I see. The thing is, I would be embarrassed, too, if I was Mordecai, Mm -hmm. because having bad breath for your first kiss with your longtime crush is pretty rough. But. That still is pretty simpy, what he did, just, like, running out of the car. Yeah. See, I mean, luckily, I haven't had to go through that, or at least not to my knowledge. Because I, I was going to ask, have you had a moment where you had bad breath when you kissed? Or if, like, you thought you did? There was a point where I thought I did. It probably was, but the girl was probably not really phased by it. She, like, whatever. But I know deep down inside, she probably said, like, oh, no, this motherfucker's breast stank. <laughs> yeah. I've I've straight up had, had moments where CJ, like, we, we kiss, and then she's like, oh, uh, you need to look <laughs> too deep. Um, yeah, I mean, no, we, we've been together long enough where it's, like, it's not something that, like, really matters. Uh-huh. And she's able to, like, tell me that stuff. And But there, there was one time where I think CJ was over, and... Um, we were just chilling in my room and I like sit next to her and I, you know, I, I tried to like give her like a quick kiss on the cheek, but then immediately she's like, Oh, you like don't smell good. You need to go shower. Oh, <laughs> and I'm damn. like, damn. All right. At least she's comfortable telling I mean, you that. That's nice. Hey, I, I, I feel like I would rather have that. Cause that's how you know that like you're comfortable with each other. Yeah. But Hey, to be fair, I did just get home from work when she told me that. So yeah, but yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> 
So, uh, Mordecai and Rigby run back into the room. Mordecai is panting, and he says, Oh, man, this is bad. This is really bad. Rigby is really confused. He's like, dude, what is it? And Mordecai starts explaining, saying, I kissed Margaret. And this shocks Rigby, and he says, like, Whoa, I owe Muscle Man so much money. <laughs> and that, and I took a little note there saying that, Oh, Rigby, even though he's, he's Mordecai's best friend, he still bets against him because he knows <laughs> yeah. him that well. You know, interesting that um, Muscle Man would be betting in favor of Mordecai, you know? I I think he's just trying to do the opposite. I mean, maybe he feels the same way as Rigby, but he's like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to, in the chances, I might as well be the opposite. True, yeah. Rigby starts kind of comforting Mordecai. So like, but wait, isn't that what you wanted? Then what's the problem? Did you have bad breath or something? And Mordecai's like, yes, yes, I did. He says and... it all reluctantly. He like his hand is in his face. He's like, oh, I did. <laughs> and Rigby's like, oh, damn, seriously? You didn't check first? And Mordecai panics again, or keeps panicking. He's like, I was in the moment. Then Rigby uh, grabs something from his magical back pocket and he says, you gotta pack a mint, bro. And Mordecai's like, oh, but that was our first kiss and I blew it as he sits back down on his bed and laying on the side of it. And he starts saying, oh, I'm never gonna be able to face her again. I wish I could just take it back. And Rigby crosses his arms and says, sounds like you need a time machine. And Mordecai with his hands over his eyes saying, ha, yeah, I wish. But then he gasps and said, wait, you mean you still have it? And Rigby kind of looking at his nails saying, oh, you mean the time machine you said was a scam and a waste of money? And Mordecai saying like, well, yeah, who sells a time machine for $15? Rigby quickly says like, it was on sale. Mordecai asks Rigby if he can use it, but under one condition, Rigby says, only if you admit that it's really cool. But Mordecai doesn't want to do that. He says, like, dude, quit messing around. My life is on the line. He says, okay, okay, geez. And then he runs over to the closet where, in this shot, you can see the Mordecai and the Rigby's t-shirt hanging in the closet. Mm-hmm. I had a note of that. There's actually quite a few references uh, of that yeah. episode in here. Yeah, there's a reference to a lot of episodes, and we're going to get to that later, because so, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, gosh, why does my foot keep falling asleep during these recordings, <laughs> I swear? Well, it's probably because like of how you're sitting. Uh, I It's because I always sit the same way, so I shouldn't be surprised why, why I always get sleepy feet. Sleepy feet. So, yeah. Sleepy uh, feet. Rigby runs back out of the closet holding a spear, and Mordecai asks Rigby, is that it? It looks kind of junky, and it looks like a basketball with a button on it and a little time dial on top of it. Yeah, it's like like a gray basketball, and it looks all like technological, mechanical type thing. Yeah, it honestly, from if I if this wasn't a cartoon, it kind of looks leathery. Yeah, true. So, uh, Rigby says says, "Oh, so I guess you don't want to use it then." But Mordecai's like, wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. And asks Rigby if there's a way it can work. But Rigby says, I don't know. I've never used it before. And he starts fiddling with the button a little bit. 
But Mordecai swipes it out of Rigby's hand saying, Skimmy! And he starts like rattling it around saying, Oh, where's the on switch? And Rigby's like, Dude, you're gonna break it! And they're kind of fighting over the the time machine. But Mordecai's like pressing the button saying, I just want to go back 15 minutes ago. And the clock on the ball takes over to 15 and they are instantly teleported into the regular show space into a i guess a vortex that takes them 15 minutes ago outside they're now beamed um in the in the front of the house mordecai is like looking around he's like whoa what happened and rigby's all like hey this thing just sent us outside but then mordecai's like no dude look there we are and then so they look over at the front of the house and we could see past Mordecai, Margaret, Rigby, and Eileen walking up the stairs right during the line where Rigby says, you're really going to load up on desserts after the chili dog incident? Rigby sees himself talking and he's like, whoa, this is weird. But then Mordecai's like, oh, shoot, here I come. Uh, so they dive into the bushes and it's at this moment where past Mordecai is going inside of the car to look for his wallet. Um, they're in the bushes and they're all like, well, do something. And Mordecai's like, I can't just barge in there. Um, and then Rigby, he kind of takes a moment to make fun of it. And he's like, oh, hey, here comes Margaret. So look how nervous you look right now. And then he starts to like narrate over the scene on what like Mordecai is quote unquote saying. He's like, hey, baby, can you help me find what I'm looking for? And then he voices Margaret be like, oh, okay. Uh, present Mordecai says like dude quit it but then all of a sudden they're beamed back to the present day out of nowhere Rigby's like hey what happened and Mordecai says I didn't touch it and they're back inside of their bedroom Rigby says like oh man that must be kind of glitchy and Mordecai's all like oh well that's what you get for 15 bucks Rigby says hey but it worked I can't believe it let me see it for a sec he grabs a time machine and he says go back two months ago he zips out and then comes back a split second later and saying like, ha, awesome. And we have no idea where he just went. He's probably just messing around. Mordecai says, dude, quit messing around. Okay. What's a fast way we could fix my bad breath in the past so that when I kiss Margaret, it's not bad. And then Rigby's all like, I told you, man, you got to take a mint. And Mordecai's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go back earlier in the night and just give my past self a mint. So, they go back two hours ago and are beamed back in the movie theater. Um, they take a seat in the dark theater and then they kind of look forward and then they see themselves sitting there. And um, real quick, uh, this was a cool attention to detail. Hmm. So, at the beginning of the episode when they're leaving the theater, we could actually see the J.G. Quintel guy walking out as well as that girl that you hmm. find attractive. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and in this scene right here, we could see that they are indeed in the movie theater. So the animators even like went as far as making sure all the extras were there, which is pretty cool. Consistency um, is what we like. Yeah, exactly. So Mordecai asked Rigby, he's like, hey, so you got the mints? And Rigby hands it to him. And then we get a close-up on past Mordecai, who's sitting next to Margaret. And then he gets, like, pelted in the face with the mint. And then nothing happens, so he gets pelted in the face with a couple more. Past Mordecai looks back, and he's like, what the... But 
nobody's there because Mordecai and Rigby are ducking down so they can't be seen by themselves. Rigby says, dude, that's not going to work. And then Rigby has an idea. He takes the mints from Mordecai and then goes up to past Mordecai. So obviously present Rigby is kind of posing as past Rigby. Um, he goes up to Mordecai and says like, Psst, hey, Mordecai. But then Mordecai kind of like shushes him and he's like, Mordecai, you want some mints? And then past Mordecai, he, he keeps like rejecting the mints. And Rigby, obviously he has to get Mordecai mints because he actually knows what's going on. So they're like, oh, come on. They're really good. Just take a mint. Just take a mint. And then they keep fighting. And then all of a sudden, their arguing makes Rigby drop the mints all over the floor. And everyone in the theater looks at Mordecai and shushes him. Uh, current Rigby runs away. And then immediately past Rigby says, dude, we're trying to watch the movie. And then Mordecai's like, yeah, well, then you stop trying to talk to me. Wait. And then immediately we are beamed back to present day back inside of the bedroom. Uh, Mordecai gets frustrated. He's like, oh, why wouldn't I just take a mint? Rigby says, like, I don't know, man, but you wouldn't even need a mint if you hadn't eaten that chili dog earlier. And Mordecai gets an idea and he says, that's it. I'll just stop myself from eating it. So then they beam back into the theater a little bit earlier than before they started watching a movie. Uh, and they hide behind the the ticket stand. I don't even actually realize this. No one, there's not really a use for ticket stands anymore because everybody pretty much buys their tickets either online or or uh, just like at the theater themselves. Because I have I barely see anyone go to a ticket line ever i i usually just order it online or like in the app see exactly because even like in the theater itself i don't i feel like that's too much of a hassle because you gotta you gotta go to the theater you don't know where you're gonna sit yet but if you do it at home you could like plan it out and you could do it well in advance you know so you don't get a bad seat yeah exactly and that's why um that's when me and Ralph, every time we watch a movie, like a Marvel movie, we would always consult uh, with the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot believe that movie theaters are going to start to charge extra for the middle seats. Are you serious? Uh, I I heard that. Um, I think it's like AMC started to do that. Bullshit. That sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. Anyways, so uh, Mordecai and Rigby are hiding behind the ticket box and they look over Mordecai's uh, saying out loud what the plan is and he, he says I'll just stop myself from eating it shoot and they see um, all four of their past selves about to order Mordecai is about uh, and he says oh if only I if only that truck wasn't there Rigby instantly gets an idea and starts telling Mordecai to follow him and we see in the background of the food truck uh, Mordecai and Rigby going behind the the parked truck with the little um, what what do you call those things that you put on the tire on the bottom of the tires so that way it wouldn't like you know move away. I think there are like parking wedges. The, yeah. These are the same wedges that we saw in Best Burger in the World. I'll be real with you. Like, why do they? Why do these trucks even need parking wedges? They're not gonna move anywhere, are are they? It's it's interesting because I only ever see it with big box trucks and. Um, and like RVs. Yeah. But I don't know why, because food trucks always seem to have them. They're even if they're on anyways. a flat service. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
So the guy at the food truck asked asked for you know what you want, and Morde past Mordecai said like yeah let me get a sloppy Dan dog with extra onions. And as Mordecai past Mordecai is ordering, we can see that President Mordecai and Rigby are taking off the the parking wedges from the food truck, and Mordecai takes mm-hmm. off the last parking wedge. And as the food truck guy is about to give him past Mordecai his chili dog, uh, he his truck suddenly gets backed up forcefully and drops the chili dog on the street. And uh, I just noticed this. Apparently, the theater is on a slight hill, and that's what causes the food truck to move backwards. It's interesting because this... This road didn't look super hilly before. Exactly. But, um, so yeah, the truck rolls down the hill. And real quick about the chili dog. Mm-hmm. While, while present Mordecai and Rigby are pulling out the little parking wedges, you could kind of hear an interaction from past Mordecai where he asks the guy for extra onions. And then the, uh, the worker is all like, you want extra onions? And Mordecai's like, yeah, pile them on. So that's obvious. That obviously goes to show how like putrid this chili dog made Mordecai's breath. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do the same thing. I I actually took a note to this. So we've talked about the importance of onion and garlic before on the show. Yeah. About how if you don't include it in your meal, then it's gonna lack flavor. You know. Uh huh. However. Those foods do indeed make your breath smell very putrid. But they're so good, though. They're so good. But I, I've had moments where I'm legit afraid to talk to people because I just know I have garlic breath. Have you ever been in that situation? Yeah, actually. I, maybe not so much, like... Uh, I, wait, yeah. Partially, whenever I, like, eat food, after I eat food or whatever... But it's the it's when if I talk to someone in the morning and like I haven't like brushed my teeth, washed up or whatever, and they're like trying to have a conversation with me, I'm like, I don't want to say anything because I just got out of bed, so please don't talk to me. For me, it's it's that like that's why I always like I don't talk to anyone like before I have my my teeth brushed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was, I, I have two stories. So it, this was the weekend where CJ was visiting me in England and I took her to my favorite nightclub that's out there. Ooh. And um, it's a really fun place. And when me and CJ go there, we're obviously going to have to revisit. But um, me and her were dancing with uh, my two friends that were out there. Uh, one of the girls, sh- she was the one that happened to be from Chicago as well. Oh. And she was she was talking to this British guy that I was also friends with at the time. Mm-hmm. And just a couple hours before, I had made steaks for me and CJ because it's like her favorite food. Yeah. And, you know, I like butter basted it with like thyme leaves and garlic and everything. Damn. And I... It, it tasted really good that I actually ate a clove of a clove of garlic, Ooh, oh, which is dude. probably a bad idea. So when we were dancing on the on the floor, we were like talking to each other, and obviously nightclubs are loud, <laughs> and you have to get really close in order to talk to people. Yeah, and I I felt bad. And then one night, uh, by the time we were all drunk, we like did like a four way group hug, and I was just like, oh god, my my breath smells like shit. <laughs> so. And then the other story, uh, back when I was doing 
Little Mermaid. Uh, one of our rehearsals happened the day after my birthday, and my family always likes to get like crab legs oh. on anyone's birthday, and so I had to freaking sing right up next to Ariel with garlic breath. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that was rough. Yeah, that's so disgusting. So, uh, all the past four, uh, Mordecai, Rigby, Eileen, and Margaret all looked in shock as the truck, you know, moved away. But the chili dog is left on the ground. And Mordecai looks at it and instantly picks it up and starts chewing on it. And all, <laughs> and the other three are like, ew. Mordecai, past Mordecai says like, what? Five second rule. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And President Mordecai looks at this. He's like, "Ah, that was really gross." Rigby agrees. Do you go by? Do you go by the five second rule? Yes, but if it's at my own home, not if it's at my own home, <laughs> at my own home, not outside. Yeah, that's how you should do it. Um, I feel bad that I keep sharing stories, but I took a lot of notes for this. No, episode. you're no, you're fine. Keep going. Um, this was actually in church. I was like 15 years old. I was working on the um, the media team at my church. I was like the Ooh. cameraman. Ooh. And uh, we always had to show up like super early because we needed to like set up the stream for the whole day before like uh, everyone like came to church first. Mm -hmm. And we usually like had a meal, you know, because we're there for like long hours. And right after we got done setting up, one of... Uh, one of our friends like comes in with like a a huge like a uh, tinfoil tray of fried chicken that oh. he, like we got it catered to us and he was in charge of going to go pick it up he walks in the room be like hey everyone i got chicken oh! he drops it all over the floor oh no i thought you were going <laughs> to i thought the story was like you he didn't drop it but somehow or when you picked it up or when you picked up some chicken wings or whatever it dropped on the floor and you're like eh. And picked it up and ate it. <laughs> so, the thing is, we were starving because we were there for hours. Yeah. And we're like, shoot, that was our only, like, food. And now we have nothing to eat. So, we're just like, dude, honestly, we're all super hungry. So, what we did is, instead of grabbing paper plates like we had planned, we all sat in a circle on the floor around the chicken and <sighs> just ate it. Oh, no, you didn't do it. That's so gross. We, we didn't eat the, the floor part of it. We just ate the top half. That's but. even... Still. <laughs> like, pick it like up, how, man. I like how it happened in church, too. <laughs> this is not what Jesus uh. died for. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, after Mordecai kind of, like, says, like, oh, that was pretty gross... Um, they get beamed back to their room. Yeah, so for whatever reason, this time machine, it only works for like a couple minutes at a time. And then they automatically get beamed back to their room. So while they're inside of like the big like time loophole thing, Mordecai is like, oh, what's wrong with me? And Rig oh. Rigby says, yeah, man, I can't believe Mar Margaret let you kiss her. And Mordecai said, wow, if, I only had, if only I'd eaten something earlier, I wouldn't have even wanted that dumb chili dog. Then he gets an idea. Let's go seven hours ago. We're at the coffee shop. Mordecai and Rigby beam inside of the room. And then they see their past selves sitting at the table. Margaret walks up to them and says, Hey, I saved you guys the last piece of apple pie. And then 
Mordecai and Rigby say like, oh, no thanks, Margaret. We're saving room for chili dogs tonight. And Margaret's uh, like, oh, okay. So she walks back in the kitchen with the apple pie. And then current Mordecai calls inside of the kitchen saying like, hey, Margaret, we'll take that pie after all. And then immediately like runs away to hide. And Margaret is like, oh, sure. But is like shocked because there's no one standing there. So she brings the pie back to the table and then past Mordecai is like, wait, what? We said no. And then Rigby's like, yeah, chili dogs tonight, remember? And past Margaret is all like, oh, sorry. It's been a long day. She goes back into the kitchen with the pie once again. And then current Rigby runs up and saying like, hey, Margaret, where's the pie? Can we get some sandwiches too with fries? And then we could kind of see a close-up of Margaret. She's starting to look a little annoyed. She's all like, sure thing. She walks back up to the table with the pie and two sandwiches, being like, here's your food. The fries will be out in a minute. And then Mordecai's like, uh, are you feeling all right? And then Margaret, she gets all mad. She's like, come on, guys. If you're messing with me, it's not funny. And then past Mordecai, understandably, is super confused. And he's like, we're not messing with you, I swear. And then we get current Mordecai looking at this conversation. He's all like, oh, great. Now Margaret is mad at me. And Rigby says, well, I guess you're just destined to ruin your chances with her. And Mordecai says, no, I'm not giving up. There's got to be a way to fix my bad breath. (gasps) I got it. So... He beams to even earlier in the day where Mordecai, past Mordecai, is getting ready in the bathroom. So we see past Mordecai yawning in front of the the bathroom sink and mirror. And he opens up the, uh, was it, over the sink mirror. I don't know if you have that, actually. Isn't it called, like, a medicine cabinet or something? I don't know, but... I do have where, one of those. Yeah, but you, it's where, some of these, some places have them. I don't. But uh, some houses have, like what you said, medicine cabinets that hang over the sink. And you can put, like, your toothbrush, toothpaste, whatever, if you can't fit them on the sink. Past Mordecai is opening up that medicine cabinet. And we get a close-up shot of three items. A black comb, some floss, and toothbrush and toothpaste. I combined the last two together. Yeah. And immediately, uh, Mordecai goes over to the black comb and starts combing his hair and he said and he starts talking to himself saying like oh yeah that's what the ladies like so the funny thing about that is when when you were like explaining the items the camera sort of like panned by the items it started with the comb and then ended with the toothbrush and then you could kind of see the camera like pauses on the toothbrush insinuating like yeah mordecai go brush your teeth but then it immediately pans back to the comb because Mordecai has his priorities straight, you know? I remember actually doing something like that way back in the day in, like, high school or middle school or something where I'm, like, I would I would have those three items in front of me, but I'm, like, comb <laughs> first. It's, it's always about the comb. It's always, yeah, you always gotta look good. For the See, you know, the thing, the thing that sucks is, like, I always have to go to, like, I always show up in the morning for work and my hair usually looks like i just rolled straight out of bed because like my hair is like long enough to the point where it's like it gets poofy when i sleep or if i like sleep on a side it'll like stand up and stuff yeah i get where i would say like 99 percent of the time at work i wear a hat because of that reason i'd say throughout my entire week 
I'm wearing a hat more than half more than half of the time. I don't wear hats in in my house, but you know, whenever I go out or I'm at work, I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. And I also, and I also heard wearing hats do increase hairline or do increase oh. like backing up your hairline or something like that. I don't know. That's what I heard at least. Hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, if you tie your hair back super tight and your hairline starts to get uh, receding, you the least you could do is just tie a black bandana around your big ass forehead. That's what I do. If you if you catch my drift, <laughs> I do. I do. Oh my god, yeah, I do. I think I think Rob should try that instead of like tying his hair back sometimes. You know, I have a pretty full head of hair. Um, my hair is like very thick, but there was, I think like for five years, I wore a bandana almost every single day. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That was like my symbol. That was your symbol? Yeah, you created a whole red bandana brand around it when you did YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, current Mordecai and Rigby burst into past Mordecai's bathroom uh, current Mordecai grabs the other Mordecai. It is going to be a lot of Mordecai and Rigby's happening here. Yeah. Um, current Mordecai grabs and holds past Mordecai and yells out to Rigby to grab the mouthwash. Rigby jumps on top of the sink, grabs the mouthwash. Uh, past Mordecai uh, says, Rigby? And current Mordecai is trying to uh, open past Mordecai's mouth, but... And Rigby is trying to splurge some uh, mouthwash in his in his mouth, but uh, Fast Mordecai isn't budging. Rigby's getting frustrated. He's saying, "Open your mouth!" and he splashes some mouthwash onto Fast Mordecai's eyes. And Current Mordecai says, uh, tries to convince him, saying, "It's for your own good." But then uh, all three of them get beamed up back into the present time. This and his kind of frustrates passport guy saying what the heck get off me man and they all kind of get off of each other and they get a good look at each other and rigby says oh this can't be good this is a complicated situation because they are now back in the present time but they accidentally brought past mordecai with them um and mordecai uh they they all kind of express their concerns because past mordecai says like what who are you guys? And then Mordecai says, like, we're you. We're from the future. And then past Mordecai's like, oh, no, where am I? What year is it? And then Rigby says, like, relax. It's the same day, just later at night. Past Mordecai says, well, take me back. I don't want to cease to exist or something. And then Mordecai says, wait, if we removed me from the past, does that mean that I'm going to disappear? So that just, just goes back to what I'm saying about how you really shouldn't ever like mess with the past that's why time travel is like very dangerous yep but um how, how about from now on to um we could call past mordecai past mordecai and then mordecai just call him mordecai okay as uh the two mordecais are kind of getting concerned over this cease to existing uh Rigby says uh i'm not an expert on time travel but just tell him what's up so mordecai goes over to over to past Mordecai and starts explaining, saying, okay, look, we finally kissed Margaret tonight. And past Mordecai is doubting this. He's saying, no way. Uh, then Mordecai says, like, no, it's true, but it's bad. We had bad breath and she pushed us away and it's really embarrassing. So Rigby and I have been traveling back in time to fix it. But past Mordecai 
still doesn't believe him. He's like, wait, don't tell me you're actually trying to use that time machine thing Rigby was scammed into buying. And as he says, time machine, he kind of does the quote-unquote thing that you would normally do if you're emphasizing something. Air quotes. Air quotes. Uh, Rigby... <coughs> Rigby uh, says, it wasn't a scam. It really works. Uh, Past Mordecai says, well, all I know is that you guys are, all guys from the future are liars. Remember that lip syncing fiasco, which also references the uh, Mordecai and the Rigby's episode at the end of season one. You know, it's funny how Mordecai and the Rigby's is getting like referenced several several times in this episode because Uh that was also the season finale. Oh, that's actually... Oh, that's... I just realized it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I didn't clock that. Anyways. So, Mordecai uh, says, But this is different. Past Mordecai says, And what's this we kiss Margaret business? I haven't kissed Margaret yet. Just because you messed up doesn't mean I'm gonna. And Mordecai kind of raises up his arms. He's like, Dude, that's not how it works. And Past Mordecai gets all frustrated and angry and says, Look, just stop trying to block my lip lock. And he grabs the time machine off of Rigby's hand saying, Give me that piece of junk. And uh, Mordecai tries to stop him. But Rigby says, like, ah, don't worry. He's not going to figure out how to use it. And pass, and from the other side of the room, we see past Mordecai press the red button on the ball saying, Take me back to this morning. And he beams back to the present or back to the morning on the same day. And Rigby kind of shrugs it off with his arms crossed, saying, Well, I guess he's smarter than you somehow. And Mordecai kind of puts his hand on his head, saying like, Oh, great. Well, that's it then. We lost the time machine. I can't believe I have to live with this kiss. And Rigby, kind of out of the blue, says, Never say never, man. Mordecai's still in a little depressed funk, saying, I didn't say never. Rigby kind of gets into, like, a singy song kind of voice and says, Who's your best friend? Mordecai doesn't know what he's talking about. And then Rigby runs back into the closet where he first got the time machine. And then he runs back out, dancing a little bit, and says, Bam! And shows that he actually bought... A second time machine. Dude, remember when I sent myself back two months ago? You thought I was fooling around, but I went back and bought a second time machine. I really like how this ended up coming to like to fruition here because at towards the beginning of the episode, when Rigby traveled back in time all randomly, some people watching might have thought that Rigby going back was just kind of like weird or like random, but it ended up serving as a plot device. And I could... I could appreciate the writing because the writers only have 11 minutes to really tell the story. So they cannot waste like a single second of screen time, you know? Yep. So they wouldn't ever put something in the episode if it didn't like matter later on, you know? Yeah. And I like that. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool thing that they do with it. So um, Mordecai's all like, oh, Rigby, you're a genius. And then Rigby's all like, yeah. And I saved three bucks with the double order. Then Mordecai's like, all right, come on. We got to stop me before it's too late. Back to this morning. And then we get into this crazy frenzy montage where like this cool like time travel techno music is playing. First, they beam into the bathroom and then they chase past Mordecai down the hall. And 
basically how this montage goes is they travel somewhere, they start to catch up to past Mordecai, and right before they catch him, past Mordecai travels to another place. So um, they follow past Mordecai through the wormhole again, and now they're inside of the movie theater that we've seen several times. Um, they chase him through that. They travel next to the front of the movie theater in the scene where they're about to get chili dogs. They travel out of that. And then um, we get traveled way, way back into the past. And we actually get a bunch of uh, references here to past episodes. They run past a campsite where Mordecai and Rigby are seen just like singing songs and playing air guitars. And then we also actually see the um, the stag man or the, the deer guy from Camping Can Be Cool. So that's what this episode is supposed to be. Um, next, we travel to Elo Governor where Rigby runs out and knocks into the, to the movie shack hut guy. Past Mordecai runs into him too and then Mordecai and Rigby run past him making the movie shack, shack hut guy just fall to the ground. So that's funny. Next, we travel to Gravesites, where we are in the scene where Pops is giving candy cobwebs to all of the zombies that he thinks is real. Next, we are joined again in Mordecai and the Rigby's, where you could see the future Mordecai and Rigby pop stars cheering on their past selves. And then we go into Just Set Up the Chairs. Mordecai is about to be destroyed by the Destroyer of Worlds, and he's clutching onto a chair. And he kind of, like, notices himself running by twice but he's too distracted in battle battle to even like care mordecai and rigby are yelling after him being like dude you gotta stop and then past mordecai says yeah right you can't keep me from kissing margaret and then mordecai says whatever dude it's not like you'll ever figure out that i kissed her in the car at 11:55." and then rigby says dude what are you doing and then mordecai says i have a plan and then he's kind of he kind of plays it off being like, shoot, I can't believe I just gave that away. I'm such an idiot. And he's all sarcastic with it. Obviously, he's setting up past Mordecai for something. And past Mordecai says, hmm, hmm, 11.55. And then he beams outside. And we are just in time where Mordecai is going back to the car to look for his wallet. Past Mordecai grabs himself. And then he kind of pulls him to the bushes and ties him up. And we could just see the other Mordecai just like being tied up with rope. Um, past Mordecai gets inside of the car and hides the time machine. And he kind of talks to himself from out the window being like, huh, Sorry man, but you ain't getting my kiss tonight. And then he hears the car door open. And he's like, oh, hey Margaret. <laughs> because it's actually Mordecai that is there. Um... And then he kind of like tries to pull back. He's like, ah, just get away from me. And then he gets out of the passenger seat. But Rigby is waiting on that side and Rigby grabs him real quick. And then present Mordecai says like, all right, you got him. So go back to present time and remember to destroy the time machine. And Rigby's like, ah, yeah, fine. But you owe me 27 bucks. Well, you will owe me, I guess. Back to the present. And while Rigby is holding past Mordecai, Rigby beams him all the way back to his timeline. And past Mordecai is screaming in defeat. And then we cut back to present Mordecai where he grabs the time machine. And 
at the same time in each different like multiverses or timelines, Mordecai and Rigby both destroy the time machine, which makes the Mordecai in the bushes disappear. And now everything is safe and everyone is in their respective timelines and there's no time travel continuum being disrupted. And present Mordecai gets back in the car. That was a lot. That was a lot. There's so many freaking sequences and like so many. Di- this is like, like an episode of Loki or something. Which have you been watching the new season? I have. I haven't watched the last week's. Last what week's is my favorite. Is it? Wait, wait. When was last week's? It was three, right? It was the third one, and it. Uh... This is yeah, yeah. It's no. I'm trying to like say no spoilers, but when you do watch it, you'll understand why it's my favorite. Okay. So, um, as everything has calmed down, Margaret kind of opens the driver's side door and says, what's up? And Mordecai Mordecai says, like, I, uh, can't find my wallet. And we go through the same thing we did before, where they keep checking everywhere. Um, and Margaret kind of goes down again on Mordecai, saying, did you check the glove compartment? And Mordecai says, yeah, I check there already. And again, their heads kind of match each other's. And they're looking at each other eye to eye. And this is getting like a really tense moment. They're chuckling a little bit. And they're looking at each other with very intimous intent. Mordecai gulps as he knows what's about to happen. Uh, Margaret kind of leans over for a kiss. Mordecai is starting to struggle a bit. He's sweating, looking around. And uh, there's a sh- quick two shots of Mar- a zoom in on Margaret with her lips out, getting ready for a kiss. Mordecai, and then of Mordecai, who's still sweating, panicking a bit. And as he's about to lean in, uh, he says, oh, found it. And he picks up his wallet. See, it's rough because even after all of that, Mordecai still did not get a chance to grab a mint. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he, at this point, he knew that his breath still stank, so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Margaret kind of chuckles like, oh, great. And this is kind of like a sad moment for her. And yeah, it's kind of getting awkward now. And Mordecai's like, oh, yeah, you want to head inside? Uh, Margaret agrees, and they walk back up to the house steps, and Mordecai says, who's ready for Mordo shakes? And Rigby's like, yeah, took you long enough. Mordecai looking at Rigby saying, saying, you have no idea. Come on. And they all walk into the house with Rigby uh, saying, you know, I came up with the name Mordo shakes. And as the door closes with a uh, zoom out shot of the house, uh, we cut the black thus ending the episode i feel like that's a sweet ending it's a really nice ending. kind of sad but you know it's sweet it's nice it's sad but i also have like some thoughts because it's interesting how this timeline's mordecai has ceased to exist Mm -hmm. and the current mordecai is now filling in that hole with himself you know yeah there's now also that separate timeline where past mordecai now lives with the current Rigby and probably hates him for cock-blocking him, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, there's the one timeline where past Mordecai was from and that there's no Mordecai now. So... 
Yeah, true. So there's like a bunch of like different things that I'm like thinking, being like, wait, what happened to this variant and like that? Because technically right now we are seeing um, current Mordecai living with past Rigby. And from for the re- remainder of the show, that is who we're going to be seeing. And then in that timeline, we have current Rigby living with past Mordecai, who's like the evil Mordecai, you know? I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't like play into anything but it's interesting to think about um also yeah it is confusing i also saw that at the beginning of the episode we actually heard the characters referencing things like the chili dogs and rigby trying to talk to mordecai in the theater Mm -hmm. which it kind of acts like a little foreshadowing but does that also imply that they were sort of on like an endless loop in like the space-time continuum you know i guess until our Mordecai finally put a stop to it, you know? Uh-huh. But, but yeah, it's very confusing. It's very confusing. But either way, we're going to discuss it at lunchtime. Lunchtime! It's lunchtime. Trivia for this episode. Mordecai and Margaret finally share their first kiss, which is undone at the end of the episode. So technically they haven't. Technically they they have not kissed yet. Damn. Mm-mm. And also Rigby talking with Mordecai about the mints, like I said, was foreshadowed at the beginning of the episode. We have a lot of episode connections. So past Mordecai mentions the events of him and Rigby lip-syncing, which is obviously Mordecai and the Rigby's. And when Mordecai and Rigby are going through that crazy like montage through time travel, we could see the following episodes. Camping Can Be Cool, Elo Govna, Grave Sites, Mordecai and the Rigby's, Just Set Up the Chairs. Hmm. And then also we saw the Mordecai and the Rigby's shirt a bunch throughout that. Yeah. episode in the closet yeah it was referenced heavily during this uh, this episode right yeah so in the season three episode 39 season finale bad kiss who was the protagonist i wrote that it was present mordecai i also said it was well i said mordecai but yeah. it gets confusing here yeah so who would you say the antagonist of this episode was I said it was past Mordecai. I also say it was past Mordecai. It would, uh, it's th- this is one of the episodes where they kind of face themselves, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and also a nice way to like kind of do um, what you call it. You don't really need to make up a villain of the week. You can just use your characters, but in a different version of them. Yeah. So, uh, were there only any O's or hmms in this episode? There was only one hmm, and it was said by past Mordecai. Yep. Uh, were there any adult jokes that you found? Uh, Margaret going down low. Twice. Twice, Twice yeah, in the car. Uh, I also said that. Uh, were there any Mordecai sip moments? Oh, wait. Oh, I got a sneeze, but it just went away. See, I've been having that for the past, like, like two weeks, and it's been pissing ugh. me off. Ugh. Well, Mordecai simp moments. 
Um, I would say at the beginning when he sort of like runs out of the car. Mm. Um, he did. Uh, obviously, I said it was embarrassing, but he didn't have to do all that. Yeah. But I, I could kind of justify why he even did this episode in the first place. Mm. But obviously, it ended up turning into a much bigger problem than before. Yeah. Um, if I was like in middle school, then maybe I, I would probably see myself doing something like this. I'm like mm-hmm. trying to go back in time to erase my bad kiss. Um, but still, like, you know what I mean? That's, like, kind of simpy. Yeah, we've all had that moment where it's just like, oh, man, I wish I could do this differently. I wish I could do that differently. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, were there any iconic regular show moments that you found? Uh, Margaret telling Mordecai that he has bad breath. That's usually in a lot of compilations. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that scene alone where just, like, it's nice romantic music and then all of a sudden just stops and margaret backs him off yeah so were there any real life licensed music that was used in this episode there was none Mm-mm. all right so on a scale out of five how would you rate this episode based on me- based off of memory i gave this episode a five i also gave it a five i i don't think i would have rated it any lower though yeah, me neither, because there's just so much stuff that happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's, like, filled with, like, a crazy adventure and, like, you know, a lot of people kind of don't really like the, the like, the love triangle episodes. Yeah. Which, uh, that kind of annoys me, but at least this episode, it, like, wasn't, like, 100% about that. You still had some, like, regular show action in it, you know? Yeah. I liked it. So, would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? I wrote that it was a must-watch, not just for the coolness of the episode and, like, the whole time travel thing and the sequences, but also because of Mordecai and Margaret's love arc. Yeah, especially after um, the bear one. Right, yeah, totally. So, finally, would you say this is a good or a bad episode? Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm rounding off the season with a good episode. What? I am also going to run this epi- our season off with a good episode. Whoa! Awesome. So in total, from season one all the way to the end of season three, regular show has 104 O's and 68 hmms in total. I kind of want to go back to the ending of each season just to see where we were at at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting to see how much it could jump and... A lot of things going into it, but wow, uh, we're going to discuss like our reflections more in the actual tier list, but we are officially done with season three of regular show. It feels great. It does feel great. Like it almost feels kind of unreal because we've done season three for what, more than a year now? More than a year. Yeah. I I think it took like, like 14 to 15 months to do. Wow. It's it's weird to think because um, I know that season two it was a lot like a huge part of season two was recorded when I was in England yeah and I remember we began season three like almost right when I got back to America yeah and I I kind of like looked at season three being like all right it's a fresh start I'm back and now we could start in a new phase of the show and now that part is over so that's insane. 
by the way, mm-hmm. for all of you people who are listening to this like near the date that it was released, um, I had the idea that to celebrate the end of season three, we are going to be releasing Bad Kiss and the Tier List episode at the same time. So you guys get a little two-in-one just for a little celebration to round off the episode yeah. or season rather. Because I know that I'm very excited to just get started with season four and I'm pretty sure you guys feel the same. Oh, uh, I'm so. looking at the season right now. I'm like looking through all uh-huh. of it. I liked it already. Yeah, me too. So please stay tuned for our tier list. Oh, I literally just said that it came out. But thank you guys for an amazing season three. Uh, we will catch you guys immediately in the tier list episode. So, hey, the episode's already out. So you should just go listen to it like right now after I stop talking. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, that is at ExcellentPod. And if you want to check out more of me and Josh, we have a group YouTube channel called The Schwam Squad. All of these links are in the description of this episode. And by the way, we just reached a 4.8 star rating on Spotify. We were previously at 4.7, but we went up 0.1, which is Woo! really good. We're so good. And I don't know about you, but I think we should keep it going. Oh, we're yeah, we so should. close to five. We might as well just get it, you know? Oh, yeah. So go give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will see you guys over there. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now get back to work or you are fired.